The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, In praying, do not babble like the pagans who think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them. Your Father knows what you need before you asked Him. This is how you are to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. If you forgive others their transgressions, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your transgressions. The Gospel of the Lord. As I was reflecting on the gospel today, that line that caught my attention was, in praying, do not babble like the pagans. I was curious about this, like, how do the pagans pray that Jesus warned us not to, um, not to follow their example? Well, I did my own little bit of research and biblical scholars were saying that during the time of Jesus, the way pagans prayed was they were just following a certain formula. They didn't have to necessarily know whom they're praying to, but they just have to follow this formula. And they thought that if they followed this formula, whatever they asked for would actually uh, would actually be given to them. So regardless whether I have this relationship to this God, small g, I just have to say this formula and I, I'll get what I want. And Jesus says, that's not the way you relate to God. No wonder the very first word that Jesus taught us how to pray is what we need to address God, our Father. It begins with the very identity of God that Christ himself revealed to us, establishing already an intimate and deeply personal relationship with God, very much opposed to the way the pagans perceived their God. I don't have to have any relationship. I just have to follow this formula, say this formula, then I'll get what I want. I'm good. I don't have to deal with that God. He doesn't have to deal with me. This is just the magic word. We call out to God as children 
of a father who only wants the best for his children. So by calling God as father, we already thanking him for taking care of us as children. That word itself, that word itself, father, is already so full of meaning. Relationship, care, and everything that goes on with that intimate relationship. And since he is the best father who knows ultimately what is the best for us, we also ask that his will be done and not our will. Hallowed be your name. Holy is your name. It underscores the holiness of God that brings us to adoration, to contemplation, and also bringing us to a deeper realization that I need to pattern my life to Him. If God is my Father, and my Father is all holy, then I myself must be holy because I came from the Father. And that's our identity is. That simple praise gives us our ultimate goal, holiness of life. Give us this day our daily bread. Words of supplication, but more than that, it gives us a model on how to appropriately ask God for favors. Lord, I ask for what I only need today. I only ask from your great bounty what is needed for today, and let me ask you again tomorrow what I need for that day. It frees us from an attitude of spiritual hoarding, from wanting to be secured, thus lessening our trust and confidence in God. Forgive us our trespasses, an attitude of contrition and humility. Forgiveness is the spiritual food of the soul. It, there's an intimate connection to this. Be, before we ask for forgiveness of our own trespasses, we ask first for our daily bread. But after realizing that we need something to fill and sustain our body, we also need to ask for something that surely sustain our soul. And forgiveness is the spiritual food of the soul as we ask for daily bread to nourish our body, so we ask for forgiveness to nourish our soul. Forgiveness is the oxygen that allows our soul to breathe. So why is the Our Father the model of all prayers? Because it covers the important elements of a healthy and solid relationship. You know, that classic acts, A-C-T-E-S, adoration, contrition, thanksgiving, supplication. In our prayer life, in our communication with God, are these elements present? Where do you find yourself the most? Is it in adoration, contrition, thanksgiving? I hope we're not always asking for something. <laughs> Thanking and adoring Him sometimes is the most meaningful way to relate to Him.